Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Thank you for coming in. You've reached the First Amendment Talk Show. Brought to you by the people for the people. This show was created for everyone and anyone to speak their mind. You will not be canceled. You will not be turned down. No question is too dumb. If you've ever heard that one, yeah, don't listen. Not up in here, ladies and gentlemen. So today, I brought in a uh, very special guest. Today, this is an episode of my kids section that I want to expand in the future. And we brought back a uh, very special guest that we've had in a prior episode. As a matter of fact, our very first episode for these, this kids section that we want to uh, we want to expand here in the First Amendment Talk Show because kids, children, are a very, very important part of society, if not the most important part of society today. Please, without further ado, let's welcome... McMuffin. Welcome, McMuffin. Hello. So, ladies and gentlemen, McMuffin is back. The awesome McMuffin. McMuffin, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Can't complain. Um, everything's well. I'm blessed as always. So, I hear um, you're a big fan of a little thing called Five Nights at Freddy's. Is yes, that right? Yes. Um, mostly it's not for kids, but because now, because it's so child friendly, now it's mostly for, you know, little kids. Or a lot of little kids um, <clears throat> know it more than most adults, which is, you know. Is that a cartoon? No, it's supposed to be a, a indie horror game. An indie horror game, huh? Mm-hmm, an indie horror game created by. The most amazing indie organ creator of, um, ever. His name's Scott Cawthon. But ever since he retired, he gave uh, to Steel Wolf Studios. And that's where I think it kind of fell. Kind of fell, like what, fell off the chair, fell off the bed, fell, what do you mean no, by like, fell? Uh, the fall of, like, you know, FNAF. Not really, though, because a lot of people like the finale for the game, Fun is Freddy's Security Breach. And I didn't really like it too much. I'll, I'll tell you later, but like, um, <clears throat> I do like the like older games when Scott Coffin was, um, you know, still here. Scott Coffin. So tell me a little bit about this uh, Scott Coffin. Who is he? So Scott Coffin is um, a very good man who has a family, and he lives in Texas, is what I heard. And he created multiple games, Five Nights at Freddy's, and mostly to keep um, his family, you know healthy and like you know feed his family because you need that money to feed your family right right especially right now when things are a little uh a little hard everywhere you go inflation gas prices meat prices even uh, combos of jack-in-the-box and McDonald's are pretty high but um so this scott coughing guy uh he is the creator of five nights at freddy's and he retired because he got a bunch of hate from uh, you know, Twitter people and stuff like that, which was very undeserved. I mean, <clears throat> yes, he did donate to a bunch of anti-LGBTQ stuff, and or that's what I heard. And uh, I also heard he <clears throat> donated to like a Trump thing, is what I heard. We can't say that for sure, but it's, it's just what I heard. I'm pretty sure uh, that's what for sure. But um, at the end of the day, it's his money. He could do whatever he wants for he wants with his money so i don't know why he got attacked by a bunch of people oh man that woke culture huh 
God bless their souls and their hearts. Well, God knows what he does. So, you know, if if Scott, his name's Scott Coffin, right? Scott Coffin is out there listening to this. Scott Coffin, you're awesome. Uh, thank you for uh, bringing joy to many people, including McMuffin with your Five Nights at Freddy's uh, series, uh, I believe, video game series. So thank you. And uh, keep believing what you believe in. Don't let any anyone from the woke, uh, the woke or the left or you know the LGBTQ, whoever it was that attacked you, uh, put, bring you down, buddy. I know they're going to be doing this for a long, long time, but uh, that's just the battle that we're in. People, when people don't like what other people believe in, they get attacked. Which the First Amendment talk show was created for the people by the people, so you can have a platform to speak about whatever you want and nobody's going to cancel you nobody's going to shut you down like they do out there in society that's the beauty of the first amendment talk show it's a safe place safe haven so you can speak your mind there is no such thing as misinformation only self-thoughts uh which you know when i what i mean when i say self-thoughts just thoughts and ideas that come from your own brain from your own mind and when you share them we learn a lot more right mcmuffin mm-hmm. knowledge is power so mcmuffin can you uh, give us a little uh history on the fnaf series a little a little bit of, a little background history on it yeah sure um so the first game <clears throat> The first game was pretty popular, and uh, it's not, it wasn't too popular, but like, it was still pretty popular, and a lot of people played it, uh, um, a lot of YouTubers, such as Mike Markiplier and, and some other YouTubers. Uh, Fun as a Freddy's 2, <clears throat> like, it wasn't so popular, but it, it was pretty hyped up because of the success from the first game. Fun as a Freddy's 3, not a lot of people, like, paid a lot of attention to it, like, I think it was the... I think it was the least um, liked game, or like I'm pretty sure a lot of people liked it, but it was just like not as popular as like the other two. I'm, well, like what do I know? Uh, Final Fantasy Freddy's 4, it was really good. It was decent. I played it uh, on the school computers when I was in second grade. Final Fantasy Freddy's 5, or Sister Location, was a great game. A lot of people liked it. Final Fantasy Freddy's uh, Pizza Simulator, it was pretty popular because like you could make your own pizza simulator kind of you had your own um pizza uh, place and you could decorate it with any animatronics from any of the other locations five nights of freddy's uh help wanted the vr it was pretty popular because people like vr and people like five nights of freddy's so they played five nights of freddy's help wanted and it gave more of the background and the main villains uh and the main villain came back and stuff like that more, more of the lore Final Freddy's AR, which is on the phone, the mobile. A lot of people liked it because it was pretty popular. Because a lot of people were mostly on phones, mostly kids. And uh, in uh, since it was a indie horror game, a lot of kids mostly, you know, played it. And the finale of the series, Final Freddy's Security Breach. And I tell you, a lot of people liked it, like a lot. And it would be good. It's just some of the mechanics, like. You, you roam around freely wherever you want um, <clears throat> and there's this huge map which doesn't give you the fear of claustrophobia at all and and <clears throat> yeah it, that's pretty good but like still a little a bit of not moving around like the first three games you couldn't move around you're in the same spot which was like perfectly fine um, 
but Five Nights at Freddy's 4 and uh, 5, you could uh, move around, not wherever you want, but there is a limit, which was a perfect limit. And in Security Breach, you just moved around wherever you want. In my opinion, it wasn't the best finale for the series. And now that it has a DLC in 2023 coming up, mm, and don't get me wrong, it's a really good game. It's just the fandom. It's like, fandom has became more kids than any other, like, teenagers or adults. And, you know, it's supposed to be an indie horror game, not, you know, a game mostly for kids. You know? Yeah, I get you. So, it went from a uh, indie horror game for M for Mature to uh, a kid game? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it didn't say that it was mostly for kids, but mostly kids, because it's kid-friendly mostly. More kids know Final Fantasy Freddy's than any other adult or teenager. And, you know, <clears throat> a little concerning, but alright. Since it wasn't supposed to be for kids, but, you know, kids latch onto that kind of stuff, like indie horror games. Other indie horror games that a lot of kids know, even uh, some of my, my younger sibling knows. Um... Hello Neighbor, Bendy and the Ink Machine, indie horror games like that, a lot of people know. So Hello Neighbor is uh, another horror game? Indie horror game and Bendy and the Ink Machine, other horror games, indie horror games, I'm being. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it for kids or is it more for like adults? Well, it's more for adults, but since it, it doesn't have a lot of scary stuff in it, like too much scary stuff and it's trying to be really really scary but it kind of fails with that uh more kids uh latch on to that kind of stuff because they think it's really cool and like you know it's for kids and stuff like that but it wasn't supposed to be for kids oh i see so now that uh that scott coffin guy is gone uh, do you think that's why they made it more for kids because he left Yep, I feel like when Scott Coffin was here, it was better. But now that he retired and he gave it to Steel Wool Studios, it kind of ruined the horror of it all. And like, you know, the game has not a lot of bad stuff. I mean, I like the daycare uh, area with Sun and Moon. I think that that was perfect. But the animatronics actually interacting with you and you knowing them and stuff like that. And them being scary just by being dirty isn't, you know, really scary. Right. Well, I guess, um, would you say, would you say it's good for, is it better for kids now, though, than it was before? Yeah, it kind of is. Like, the other games, they're pretty, like, not too hard, like, a little hard for kids. I mean, yeah, it, the security breach is, like, really hard, but now I have my friends who are in the same grade as me, um, uh, telling me, oh, hey, you heard of security breach? I was like, oh, yeah, it's a finale for the series. And then my friend, one of my friends <clears throat> said, oh, yeah, I was playing the game, like, the daycare center, it's really hard, but, yeah, I like the daycare center. The, that, the daycare area was, like, a really good horror uh, game by itself, to be honest. But the other, like, details, the animatronics and stuff like that, and not being a horror game, and all the bright lights and, like, pastel stuff wasn't that good. Oh, okay. Now, the, uh... Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, um, it, does it, is it, is it pretty much, uh, like, robots that scare security guards? Is that what it is? Well, that's what a lot of people think, which is mostly a joke. Mostly it's supposed to be animatronics that 
murder people like any other uh, horror movie. Mostly, oh, kids, you can't watch this. This is really scary. But Five Nights at Freddy's, it's kind of not like that. You could watch like The Grudge or The Ring, and like that's more scarier than Security Breach. And but the other games, the other um, <clears throat> Five Nights at Freddy's games before Security Breach were like a little more scarier than you know Security Breach. Okay, I see. So. So, uh, Security Breach, in your opinion, is it the worst one? Mm, yeah, I think so. Well, it's not the worst one. I honestly really don't like the third one because, like, it was, like, really hard and difficult. But I I don't think Security Breach is the best game. It's cool, but it's not the best Finance of Rights game. Okay. Um, so can you can you tell us is there certain characters that you like would like to talk about or like or your favorite characters or anything like that? Oh, um, well, in Security Breach, there's the four main, uh, you know, bright, kitty kind of characters, which is um, Freddy's back, Glamrock Freddy, uh, Glamrock Chica, Roxanne Wolf, and Montgomery Gator, and I tell you, those are the most those characters are the most simp for. You look at some fan art online and you might see people drawing uh, Montgomery Gator and, and um, Glamrock Freddy with like abs and stuff like that, but that's an animatronic. I don't know why people keep simping over those animatronics. Glamrock Chica and Glamrock, uh, um, I mean, Glamrock Chica and um, <clears throat> Roxanne Wolf. Uh, people also sim for them, and like it's kind of like oh, in a weird way, because they make them really curvy and thick and stuff like that, which is like pretty weird. And if you look at like fan art, not all fan art is bad, but some fan art, like you know, NSFW, not safe for work art, kind of stuff like that. And it's kind of pushing to the uh, you know the YouTube kids kind of stuff where people try to push push sexual stuff on kids. Kind of like how people put in the trends and really popular stuff in those videos, just so kids could click on it and clickbait stuff like that. I hate clickbait. I think uh, people that do clickbait are um, not good people. Yeah. I hate uh, when there's uh, an icon of something that you know will bring people in, and when you start watching the video, and sometimes you watch the whole video, that icon. The picture in the icon isn't isn't even in the video. For example, uh, you know, if somebody says giant shark uh, brought down a ship, and all of a sudden you watch the video and it's it has nothing to do with a giant shark or a ship. Um, that's all over YouTube though. So people out there, be careful. You don't want to be baited in. I think they do it for views, though. They yeah. do it for views and subscriptions and likes and all that. Um, which is kind of sad. I mean, it's kind of like saying my stuff isn't good enough to be honest with. So I have to lie so people can click on it. Which is kind of sad to me. But to each their own, I guess. Uh, if that's the way you get likes and, and views and stuff. Well, whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. So, Five Nights at Freddy's, huh? Is there any other uh, any other video game like that that you might like, or anything similar? A movie, cartoon, anything like Five Nights at Freddy's, or is that like just the the one and only? 
Um, there is a, like, a lot of copies of it, but, like, not, like, actual copies that have the same story or just, um, just plain copying it just so they could get a little bit of money from Five Nights at Freddy's. There are things similar to it, but has nothing to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. Kind of like, um, the movie, uh, Banana Splits. Um, some YouTube series called The Walton Files and Welcome to Dream World are kind of also similar to Five Nights at Freddy's. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, stuff like that. I mean, they're pretty good, but, like, yeah. So these glam rocks, are they just, like, the only characters? The glam rock people? Or? Oh, no. There's, uh, there's a lot of other characters. But they're mostly really simped by it. And uh, in the daycare center, like I said, was a great um, uh, part of the game. The daycare center was a really great thing because the daycare center uh, you play as a kid a child um, I think 12 or 10 years old named Gregory and uh, the sun and moon the two animatronics they make you feel like you're not safe it makes you feel hopeless and like it makes you feel like oh my gosh I'm probably gonna die if this moon catches me if you turn off the lights and you're in danger but the other um, parts of the game it's basically you just getting chased by slow animatronics and mostly people getting scared because of the jump scares but it's not that scary and like i said there's a lot of simps so people even simp over the sun and moon which is not really a good look for Final of freddy's like sun is the closest thing to like a child friendly but you know still dangerous well not sun sun isn't really dangerous but if you turn off the lights he turns into the moon and the moon actually is trying to kill you. And the moon is actually scarier than all the other animatronics. Because moon, he just 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 um, hops around and he can fly. Not really fly, but like there's a um, thing attached to his back, which allows him to just soar in the air. And like he's scary because uh, he has that giant grin on his face. He's the moon. Darkness. You can't see anything in the darkness. He's really fast and you never know where he is. I think he's faster than you. And he says a bunch of like creepy comments like all the naughty children must go to bed. Stuff like that. Which is like pretty scary. What a creep. That sounds like a creep to me. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's some weird stuff, man. I don't know if I'd be able to ever get into that sort of stuff. I mean, I guess uh, it sounds interesting, but... Um, yeah, I don't know if I would ever be able to get into, you know, animatronics saying creepy stuff like that to me, even in a video yeah. game. Um, I'm a big fan of video games, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think I'll leave that for, uh, for the folk that like animatronics and, um, creepy robots and yeah, stuff. I don't think you'd ever want to sleep with an animatronic like all those weirdos out there either. There's n absolutely <laughs> no reason whatsoever I ever would, McMuffin. There's like <laughs> zero, zero, zero reasons I ever would. But anyway, um, so there, they, they is kind of a evil spin-off of Chuck E. Cheese, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's what we're, I mean, I guess I'll give, uh, I'll give credit to that Scott Coffin guy. He has an imagination. <laughs> um, it sounds like a pretty good video game for uh, for starters, that beginners, people that like horror or the horror genre within video games and don't really want to play uh, kill zombies and uh, play Dead by Daylight, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like some pretty cool stuff, man, as uh, you know, to try it as a beginner and um, 
a lot of jump scares, huh? Mm-hmm. That is one thing I despise, though. The one thing I despise when it comes to life itself is jump scares. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, uh, I'm not really afraid of anything, but uh, I'll, I, I jump scare very easily. Like, if I, because I, see, here's the thing with me. If I, um, I'm usually always concentrated, you know, if I go up the stairs, I'm going up the stairs and I'm not going to do anything else but go up the stairs if i'm if i'm going through a hall i know where i'm going so if something jumps in front of me i punch it <laughs> you know yeah and th- that's just my reflexes some people say oh my god and other people say oh i'm gonna die and other people fall off the stairs but my jump scare my my reflex is punching something so for any of you out there who want to <laughs> jump scare me and really really like your teeth don't do that <laughs> because uh I'm sorry if you're my friend, if you're my family member, if you ever do it and you lose your teeth. But like I said, you've been warned. Those are just my reflexes. My my arms start wailing in a very violent way when I get jump scared. And usually directly towards whatever's jump scaring me. Now, McMuffin, what do you have for us? Um, well, there's also... Um, <clears throat> Uh, a thing that's like it's true and uh, basically Scott Cawthon got nightmares from uh, Bonnie which was uh, one of the main uh, characters in the main antagonist in, antagonist in the first Five Nights at Freddy's game he got nightmares of Bonnie and also in Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location the fifth game my favorite game the one I love uh, Sister Location it says that he got jump scared really badly by the absolute great animatronic that is just like great at jump scaring Funtime Foxy and uh, let me tell you a little something about Sister Location go ahead so so Sister Location it's kind it's kind the designs of the animatronics are kind of like the Glamrocks they're like really colorful really playful but the difference with the Sister Location animatronics and the Glamrock animatronics is that the Sister Location animatronics, the creator of the animatronics, William Afton, um, he programmed them to specifically kill children. And they have a bunch of uh, things, like powers and abilities, that um, that uh, show you that how they uh, like lure or kidnap children and like, kill them later or something like that. So, Circus Baby, the main animatronic, uh, she has a thing in her chest, people say it's like a scooper, where she, uh, if, if a child is close enough, they mostly have to count the children and see if there's one child so no one can see. It can only be one child in the room with them where they can't kill them. They can't kill people uh, that are uh, more than one people if, there's an, if, a, or if a person is in a room. So, the introvert, uh, the loner, the loner gets killed. Yes, the loner gets killed. Okay, remember kids, don't be loners. Stay in a group. Stay in a group, yes, that's the main point. Don't be introverts. And a circus baby, uh, with uh, her uh, scooper thing in her chest, she will grab the child, uh, and the child will be stuck inside her stomach, and they will instantly get crushed. So the difference between Circus Baby and Funtime Freddy is that Funtime Freddy, he doesn't have a scooper, but he just has a, um, <clears throat> a storage tank in his chest where a child can go inside. And just, you know, just chill there for a little bit. Probably get scooped later. Funtime Foxy, and, and both Funtime Foxy and Funtime Freddy, 
they they both have a uh, voicing where they can pretend to be a child's uh, mother or father and be like, oh, hey, a little Jimmy, come over here. I got a present for you. And when you go over there saying, hey, mom, I'm coming, it's actually the animatronics. Like, And then you're like, oh, dang, I'm dead. Because like, you got tricked. They also have um, a smell thing where you, you think you smell nice, some nice cinnamon rolls, or you think you smell some nice pie. Uh, but it's actually the animatronics tricking you. You think you're here, or you think you smell stuff, and it's actually them tricking you. Ballora, um, I think she's just there to distract the kids while the, well, Circus Baby, Fontaine Freddy, Fontaine Foxy, just dragging the dead child's body in the back room. And, like, they're like, hey, you, you holding them up over there? And then Ballora's like, yeah, I got it. Just dancing around in her with her uh, mini arenas and stuff like that. So the Cisco Cage animatronics, they were specifically made and programmed to kill kids, but the Glamrock animatronics, they they weren't made to kill kids. They were just, just to entertain them, you know, just a Chuck E. Cheese kind of stuff. That sounds like a bunch of gangsters to me. Yeah. Um, are, so they just uh, trap people? They work together to trap people and kill them? Yeah, even though um, they have a mode where they, they're forced to kill children, even if they don't want to, they're forced to, because that's just how they're made, they have to. And even if they don't want to, they, they still have to. That's what they're programmed. But that, but why I said the difference between the Glamour animatronics and the Cisco Location animatronics is the Cisco Location animatronics, they're all like pastel, maybe, and like really colorful. And they're like, you know, the Glamour animatronics are like that too. Funtime Foxy with some pink, white, red, yellow. Uh, Funtime Freddy with like a bunch of white, uh, purple, black and blue. Circus Baby with red, green, white, and all these like nice colors. Ballora with like the blue and uh, I think purple. You know, all those really nice, bright, shiny colors that can easily uh, um, tell a child, wow, those are some pretty cool animatronics. But the difference between that is that the Glamrock animatronics don't normally kill kids, but the sister location animatronics are forced to, even if they don't want to. So the glam the glam animatronics don't have to. Yeah, they, they so well, they have to kill you in in the game because they had like a glitch where the glitch, the glitch trap like and Banny forced them to kill a glitch in the system where they had to kill the main uh, you, Gregory. That's what your name is. My name. <laughs> no, uh, you're the main character. You're not the main character. The protagonist's name is Gregory, and you're playing as the protagonist, so they're forced to kill you because you're a child uh, in this in the pizza place. You're not supposed to be there at night. Yeah, basically. Man, that sounds like some pretty scary stuff. Mm -hmm. So Five Nights at Freddy's, ladies and gentlemen, if any of you out there know about Five Nights at Freddy's or any of its associates and affiliates, please let us know here in the First Amendment Talk Show. You are always, you are always welcome. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. We also have a little YouTube channel, baby, a little YouTube channel with... We currently have five videos right now, but it is growing like the uh, First Amendment Talk Show community. We are on Facebook, First Amendment Talk Show on Facebook. And if you want to leave us a little message, a nice one, a mean one, a, a weird one, let us know. We are on Gmail at unfrozenminds with a Z. Again, unfrozenminds with a Z at gmail.com. So Five Nights at Freddy's, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. 
one of the scariest uh, little keto games out there right now. There's jump scares, there's crazy psychotic animatronics and glittered robots trying to kill everyone, especially little kids. Little kids out there, stranger danger, remember that. No means no. If you ever see a robot coming at you, you call the cops. And if the cops don't get there on time, you use a gun. No, I'm just kidding. You don't use a gun. Maybe a water gun, you know, because the fire axe. There you go. Or a water gun because they're robots, right? Well, yeah, but I think, I don't know, but since the the newer animatronics are more complex, I don't think they're, um, I I don't think they can really get hurt by water like the sister location animatronics. Maybe they could. But I, I, maybe it's only the exoskeleton. Maybe because of their of their shiny, strong metal plates, maybe they, they won't. But if it gets inside of them, maybe they will. Okay. But, yeah. So remember, kids out there, guns are bad unless they're water guns. You can It can save your life against yeah. an animatronic. And just to give it a little bonus, go to the go to your local church and have the pastor bless it. And it will send the demon animatronic and its soul back to you know wherever it came from i can't really go too much into this in the detail but a blessed water gun would always be a plus holy water holy water holy, holy, water. holy water for unholy animatronics now with that being said don't go to Chuck E. cheese with a water gun uh because those animatronics cost a lot of money and if you shoot one of them with water your parents might get in trouble So remember that only animatronics from Five Nights at Freddy's. If you see a giant bear with a puppet in his hand or a giant, what is it? Chicken? Uh, Is it a chicken with a cupcake? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Chicken. The bear with the Bonnie puppet. If you see a pink and white fox, uh, a clown um, and a ballerina. A red fox with a hook and a patch. That's foxing. And a blue fox, purple fox. What is that? It's a Pink and white fox is fun time fox and the purple and white fox bear is fun time Freddy. And the clown, the clown uh, girl who sounds like this, it's circus baby. And the one who sounds like this, who is a bull- uh, ballerina, is Ballora. Man, a um, lot of crazies, huh? Yeah, but uh, the thing, like I said, the thing with the sister location animatronics and the sister location game is that you feel more claustrophobic and you feel like you're stuck down there with them you, there's no way to get out you can't get out it makes you feel the feeling of like hey uh if you're a kid and you go there you're gonna get kidnapped so it gives you all those like creepy scary kidnapping kind of vibes and right. security breach they don't really give off those kind of vibes that you're trapped you're stuck you're probably gonna die think quick it's really scary uh, security breach doesn't really give off those vibes. I'm not saying that it's a bad game because it's a pretty good, but it's not the best game. I guess I could say it's not part of the lore. You're saying, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens. You know, we live in a time where even the best things that we had, or the best cartoons, the best video games, as children or growing up, are changing, and they're uh, they're changing. I don't want to say for the worst, but they're changing a lot. Um, I mean, I used to be a big fan of a few games um, in the past, video games and cartoons, and they've uh, changed up, you know, and that's what happens in life. Sometimes you uh, you just keep uh, cherishing what you used to love 
Of course, we have YouTube uh, for all the all you out there who want to watch your old cartoons and don't like the new versions of your cartoons. And if you were playing old school video games in Xbox, you always have Microsoft Store, you know, to buy the old uh, video games, which sometimes are actually renewed uh, with better graphics and better stuff. So luckily, we do have these companies that still have our old memories still out there. Sometimes you could even buy uh, the DVDs. Um, I don't know if um, if a lot of you out there know about like, you know, King of the Hill or The Simpsons and the old school cartoons like those um, that I'm actually a big fan of. You can I always buy them online and have those memories, cherish those memories forever. Uh, but we don't have a lot of time left, McMuffin, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. Sad times. Sad times. We don't have much time now. But, uh, you know, for those of you out there who uh, want to jump into the conversation with uh, uh, one of the smartest individuals that I know today, McMuffin, um, again, she's still just a child, but she is uh, honestly one of the smartest people that I know today when it comes to life, Um, uh, surprisingly. And, um, of course, you know, I'm pretty sure her, her family is uh, very proud of her to be who she is because she's one of uh, the very few children right now that don't let social media, don't let TikTok, don't let you know YouTube and all these influences that we have out there right now um, when it comes to like BLM, LGBTQ, all these things that influence all these individuals, especially kids out there. She's one of the very few who's keeping strong to what she believes in. Um, I know there's a lot of influences out there that are trying to um, pretty much mess with kids, and um, in my opinion, I don't think that's cool. But as long as um, everyone keeps uh, keeps their true selves um, intact and be yourself without having trends and anything out there on even even news media outlets, um, you know, as long as you don't let them manipulate you and you just be yourself, I think that's an awesome thing, you know. That's why we we here in the First Amendment Talk Show, um, we created this 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 portion of the show for children to come and speak about whatever they want, whatever they like, whatever they don't like, and of course for everyone out there that knows us, um, and for everyone out there that doesn't, you you all should remember should know that um, that we keep everything anonymous. Uh, your names will be confidential your information yourself you you the whole you will be confidential and it's basically like sitting down and talking to a friend or a couple of friends here on the first amendment talk show knowledge is power ladies and gentlemen so mcmuffin do you have anything else to say about your journey with uh FNAF? well remember everyone don't be a simp and if you go on tinder don't make your description or don't write your description saying that you want so I don't know why people always simp over these killers. I don't judge, but they're killers. Well, I mean, even in real life that happens, McMuffin. So sadly, you will have those uh, 
people who um, are fanatics of the people that are bad. Um, that's what makes this world turn, though. McMuffin, there will always be good, there will always be bad, but as long as you stick to yourself and you believe in your own beliefs, you question, you ask, and you don't let society manipulate your brain, you you control your own brain, no matter what anybody says, you stay true to yourself, even if you are the only one in the room who disagrees, stay true to yourself, always believe in yourself, always believe that there is a solution to everything, as long as we work together. And the only way we can find that solution is to sometimes disagree with something or sometimes question whatever you don't believe in. It's okay. It's natural. Yeah. Now, go ahead, McMuffin. And I also, like, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, Michael Afton isn't a killer, but, like, people still simp over him, even though um, he's he's not dead, but his skin is rotting and stuff like that, and people simp over him. Which is not the best look for Five Nights at Freddy's, simping over killers and simping over, uh, you know, people whose skin is rotting. It's the best. I'm not saying that Michael doesn't deserve love, because he really does. Poor guy. Um, his entire family's dead. But, like, just don't simp over dead people. And don't simp over killers. It's just not the best thing. That's how people got killed. And, um... Even like Ted Bundy, people thought that he was hot. So uh, if you think a killer is hot, that's the best way for them to lure you and possibly kill you. Right. That's how a lot of uh, people die and have died, actually, because, uh, you know, a lot of women um, in the past, uh, they are lured by guys that they think are good looking and into their van or their car and they get killed. That's why I always remember out there, ladies and gentlemen, um, the devil wears Prada. Sometimes the prettiest people are the ones with the worst uh, intentions. So believe in uh, believe in yourself, McMuffin. For all of you out there, believe in yourselves. I believe in you. I believe that you are a great part and addition to this, uh, this crazy life, uh, this crazy ride we call life. And always remember, at the end of the day, everything will be okay. There will be failures, there will, there will be um, glory, but at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And for all of you out there who, um, who enjoy Five Nights at Freddy's, please let us know. Go ahead and comment and uh, let us know what your, uh, what your mind is thinking right now. Your mind is the most powerful thing you have. It could create and destroy a world depending on who you are. So share it with us and let us know what um, you have in store to either fix society or to, um, to to put a little bit of information in the rest of the world right now. Right now, the world is very divided. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, First Amendment Talk Show is here for, she, for you. It is created by the people for the people. A lot of love and respect go a very, very long way. And I promise you, you'll have a good day. God bless.